How's it, everyone? Welcome to Let's Talk Digital with me, Audrey Naidu. On this podcast, you will find uniquely South African digital content brought to you from a local perspective across the industry. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Digital with myself, Audrey Naidu. Today, we are myth-busting. Is Snapchat a social media channel? With us in the studio today, we have a very special guest, Dean Jaffe, who is one of the leads in Snapchat South Africa. Dean, welcome. Thanks, Audrey. Uh, Great to be here. Well, it's good to have you here. So, Dean, um, maybe you can start by telling us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I mean, I'm a confusing puppy as most. Uh, Born in actually Australia, uh, studied in the UK, and then uh, kind of came this side uh, after coming up and down my during my younger years. Okay, that's interesting. So why Snapchat? Uh, Snapchat kind of came to me by accident. I'm actually an accountant. Wow. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you never wanted to actually get into the whole banking side of things. And uh, just my more creative side kind of found found Snapchat. Yeah, and it was a good fit. Following our uh, most recent conversation around Snapchat, um, we did state that Snapchat is often seen as a social media platform and there's many misconceptions around Snapchat. So today we're going to tackle some of those myths around it from a local industry perspective and then uh, take it from there. You happy with that? Yeah, sounds great. I'm excited. In your mind, what do you think is the public's perception of Snapchat? Audrey, I think there's kind of two perceptions of Snapchat out there. I think, um, you know, one is of people that actually use the app and I think one of people that don't. And I think the one of people that use the app is probably obsessed. (laughs) They love it. Um, There was a recent study um, of how Snapchat is one of the happiest apps. Um, I mean, if you go on Snapchat, you know yourself, you only feel happier. And, you know, these guys that are using it, they love it, and it's just part of their, their ecosystem of apps. Um, and then you've got guys that don't use it. And the guys that kind of don't use it, they, um, I think they think it's not for them. You know, it's maybe too young. It's a little bit foreign. Maybe they're not sure how to use it. It's, you know, we're always afraid of the unknown. And I think for a lot of people, Snapchat is that. It is a bit of the unknown and, and how to use it. So I think you're right about the age thing. Um, I mean, talking to many people around me, I feel that uh, a lot of people in, in in the industry believe that Snapchat is only for your teens. Um, do you dispute that? Um, I, yeah, I would, and and I think um, I think that's maybe how it started. I think it's definitely how all apps, great apps, start with a, a younger market, early developers. But um, what we've seen in SA and what our, you know, what our demographics show, our major audience is actually a little bit older, 18 to 24, with in fact that 25 to 34 being the highest growing at the moment. Um, these that were guys that actually were teens when it started and they kind of stayed with the app. Um, so the teens are there. In fact, uh, I think there's a stat in SA that 63% of all teens in SA actually have Snapchat. Um, which is pretty powerful, but it's not just teens, and they're actually not the majority. Okay, so you see the platform growing across the different age categories. Definitely. I Look, I, I don't think it's ever going to be 
one of the for the older age group when older i just mean you know plus 35 they're going to be on it just to see what their kids are doing really um but it is part of the ecosystem of where most of the guys are which is your younger millennials gen z Okay, so my other question then, we looked at it from a consumer uh, speak. If I had to look at advertisers, because that's where your revenue is going to come from, um, what are the perceptions from an advertiser perspective? Um, so that's a really interesting one. And, and I think it is a little bit like, like the actual users. It uh, differs a lot between the advertisers that actually have used it as an advertising platform and the ones that haven't. The ones that have, uh, I think there was a lot of skepticism in the beginning. You know, who are we actually going to be reaching? What kind of engagement are we going to be getting? But the the brands and the um, the companies that have actually used Snapchat have seen engagement that I don't think can relate very well to other platforms because we call it super engagement, where you see users engaging with your content actively. You know, for one, two, three minutes at a time. Um, and that's active engagement. They have kind of become the brand, and you get this incredible uh, organic endorsement. The We call them micro-influencers. You know, they're not being paid, but they're sharing your content. And obviously, you then have the other side, which advertisers haven't used Snapchat. A little bit, I think, like the users think it's very young, um, and it may just be a bit of a an education tool, and we have had to do a lot of myth-busting. It's part of our day-to-day job. Okay. Um, where we're, we're often, we have, you know, full full decks, you know, just on the myth busting. So, so if you look at it, advertisers, I would understand if it is a fun, engaging brand, uh, you know, that already young people uh, have an affinity towards that brand. You know, if you look at maybe retail stores or... Um, alcohol categories and stuff I've, i feel that people will then resonate with it what about the more serious brands you know uh that um you want to actually change perceptions of how snapchat can add value to their brand um and add value to uh their consumer set how do you how would you actually um provide context to those type of advertisers that are reluctant and don't see the value uh, and and let's talk about, for example, a banking category. How would Snapchat fit into a banking category? So it's interesting you mention that because we've actually seen the best results and some of our highest engagement with the banking brands and the different banks. And in fact, most of the, the banks in the country are on the platform. And because this is the first time in consumers' life where they've kind of had to they're now making their own decisions, their own financial decisions. They've, they're having purchasing power, and they're actually deciding where to put their money. Now, these guys may not be your big investors, but when someone banks with a bank, they love to say with one bank. They love to do all their banking with one bank. Um, and this is the right time, we believe, and I think banks are seeing this, to create that brand affinity or that brand love. And look, it's a bit of a fluffy term, I understand, but... You know that that obviously then translates into your conversions and your your gaining of your accounts. Similar to um, the automobile industry, your more um, premium brands, um, we've seen a lot of them come into the platform because, again, this is something you may not be buying now. You may buy it in five, ten, fifteen years, but you'll remember that experience you had because Snapchat does that. It provides an experience. It's not 
it's not just an impression. It's it's an actual brand experience. So I like that you mentioned the word conversions. I mean, um, yeah, across inter- in- industries, um, brands are actually pressured to deliver on conversions and sales. So uh, can you provide me an example looking at maybe ecosystem thinking is what role does Snapchat would play in that conversion funnel? So we we believe it actually, it sits in the middle of something between a conversion and an impression or an impression and a conversion. We call it the consideration phase. And what I mean by that is Snapchat has the power to change your emotional connection with a brand or a product. I'll give you a really silly example. Um, when I was 17, 18, flat caps were the thing. Everyone was wearing flat caps. It was the cool thing. But I have a weird shaped head and, you know, it just didn't work for me, right? Um, there was a lens, an AR lens, a branded lens that actually came on Snapchat, put a flat cap on your head. And, you know, I actually looked pretty cool, I thought. A um, little bit of a change of perception. But because of that, I actually went and tried one of those on in an actual store and purchased it. Now, I wasn't actually served an ad. That, that flat cap, branded flat cap, was a lens that I chose to engage with while I was sitting on my couch watching TV in my own time. I allowed the brand into my space. And my emotional connection changed, which made me obviously convert. I think, uh, again, you bring up a a very good point in terms of creative. How does Snapchat support the industry advertisers in terms of creative? Because I think it's critically important, based on what you said, that creative um, actually promotes the story but also promotes the um, the message towards the conversion funnel or you you stated that it's consideration so you if your messaging and your creative is not right your audience is not going to actually fully consider the brand um, so I know creative agencies um, also support Snapchat from a uh, from a production perspective, but uh, I know having um, experienced Snapchat and and how you guys help advertisers, can you tell us a little bit about your creative production process? A hundred percent. And Snapchat is a creative platform. Um, its entire ethos is around creativity. It's about users having fun if you're not getting the user to have fun have a great time it's likely going to fall on its head Um, so it all starts with creativity and that's why you get some brands that you may not have thought um, have necessarily uh, fit on the platform you know i'm talking about things like um, glass brands medical gap cover you know you're not going to naturally associate it with snapchat but they've come up with creative solves creative solutions and created a wonderful idea with a brilliant execution that we've obviously partnered with the brands with the creative agencies we've created it together we'll obviously dev they are experienced but the the concepts really the creative agencies and the brands and uh, we'll put it out there we've seen the great results with those conversions i mentioned before so you guys offer assistance and support to creative agencies to make sure that the creative lands in the right way so build for platform Hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's a bit like a marriage. You know, uh, we start off, we come up with an idea, the and we'll just make sure the brand, the creative agency, is happy a hundred percent of the way because all we're really doing is just the AR dev. But the idea belongs to the creative agency, and obviously we can come in with that creative idea if if needed be and if if they want to do that. 
So looking at innovation and uh, what's coming next on Snapchat, um, you made an interesting comment the last time I chatted to you. You said um, Snapchat is not a social media platform. If it's not a social media platform, what do you think it is? Um, and this, this comes from Snapchat. So this is not for me. Snapchat is a camera app. So it actually is the world's largest used camera. There are more photos taken on Snap or Snaps, as we call them, than actual photos on smartphones. Um, and the camera actually is the center of the app. You know, when you open the app, you'll know you open on the camera. You don't open on a feed or anything like that. Um, and a lot of users are actually using it primarily just for the camera. And that's fine because that's actually what we're for. Yes, we have social media capabilities like chats and calls and, and all that kind of stuff. But uh, the primary focus has been, and I think will be for the foreseeable future, specifically with the 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 world of AR and you know the taking over of AR and Snapchat being the leader in AR um, is the camera. So you say Snapchat being the leader in AR. Give me an example of how AR comes to life on Snapchat. Yes, we can be a all year for that one. <laughs> um, just thinking of um, you know one recent, uh, let me say global example. Um, the, obviously, we had the final season of game of thrones what they did in new york city on in times square is actually there were buildings around times square that it would actually morph through snapchat you'd have the actual physical drought and if you're a fan of the show i know the last season it's very controversial but there were actually dragons landing on buildings in new york that would actually morph um based on the show um which happened through snapchat so that's snapchat also is always using great context when used with cultural events. And that obviously kind of was a cultural event this last season. Um, that's just one example I can think of top of my head. If, if our listeners want to get hold of these case studies to give them examples of what's really going on in Snapchat, where can they go to? Um, a lot of stuff is on YouTube. Snapchat have their own um, page. They have a few different, um, actually, a few different play pages. Ones for business. That's that'd be a great one, specifically for an advertiser looking at brand spotlight videos. Um, I mean, that one you can find that I just mentioned. That was South by Southwest um, campaign. Um, and then obviously, you know, they can always reach out to us, to the team, uh, Snapchat at at, at Dynamo, and um, you know, send us a mail. We can set up a chat, and yeah, we. we we see ourselves as a creative partner to agencies. Um, yeah, and that's where we like to come in with these creative solves. Okay, cool. Um, and I think one last question. Um, based on your last comment that Snapchat is a camera lens, that opens up opportunities across the board because we shouldn't be thinking uh, around staying on platform. So can you use those filters or can you actually start advertising and leading people back to Snapchat on a Facebook, a Google, um, a Twitter, for example? Um, maybe if you can give some context around ecosystem approach. 100%. And this is very natural for us because users of Snapchat do this naturally. Um, if you look at a lot of the, the other more um, uh, feed-like platforms, let's so say in Instagram, a lot of those posts uh, would have come from Snapchat. And funny, those guys may actually say they're not an active user of Snapchat, but ironically, they actually are. 
Um, like our daily active users actually have to snap 25 times to be counted as one of those daily active users. That's a lot, right? Mm. No, even me working for that probably takes 25, Yeah, um, maybe 20. But um, they are not keeping those snaps on Snapchat. That's not what Snapchat's actually for. It's to be able to take that content, put it on another platform. I mean, you, you would have seen people's WhatsApp pictures with the likes of Snapchat, obviously the rise of TikTok, a lot of those video contents are coming from Snapchat. We see that as a as a friend, not a foe. Um, so we we play a very unique role where we actually do work really well with all the other platforms. Um, and we have run campaigns even locally with this um, cross-platform-like approach where we can actually even click through from our different contents to your other platforms. And we've kind of had a lot of competitions where you might start on a Facebook or a Twitter and say, hey, you know, we've got, you know, we'll give you a link, click the link, post back with your hashtag to win, whatever. And a lot of brands are using that really effectively. Okay, and I think to, to actually close off this conversation, what are some of the tips or uh, suggestions, recommendations that you would give to advertisers and agencies out there um, listening to us right now, uh, what what can they do to actually do more on Snapchat and may, maybe test the platform going forward? I think one big thing, as you mentioned, that is is not be afraid of budgets. A lot of people that maybe that's another myth think we're quite expensive, um, but we can do a, a lot of great stuff with small budgets, and we have and we are doing so. So that's important to to remember. Tips and tricks: be as creative and out of the box as you possibly can um remember snapchat is about allowing your user to become the brand you know it's not them about seeing your ad they become the ad so use that um you know combine us with we've got a lot of case studies we can send and we can go through a lot of stuff with tv and snapchat and how those work together even things like radio and snapchat and how those and now with out of home um, with our image recognition, bringing things like products to life, um, you know, posters to life. There's a couple of campaigns that have just been launched in Africa now um, with that with that tech, um, and just not being afraid. It's you know, it's different. It's we understand. It's a, it's not the the normal, and it's still quite new. It's only been here less than two years in SA, um, and just yeah, being willing to step out the box. You know, trialing with a with a small, medium, or large campaign, whatever the client wants and just talking to us really that's probably the best thing just to talk to us so you know reach out let's have a chat let's see if something can work uh if we can put some magic together um and make people happy through your brand okay thanks so much dean we really appreciate having you in the studio today and sharing your insights and knowledge about snapchat thanks for tuning in today massive shout out to the infinity media team in santon and sponsoring today's episode don't forget to follow my Instagram handle at TalkDigitalZA. Comment on this week's episode. Share your ideas and who knows, you could feature on the next one. 